All right, welcome back to another episode of the Borough Sound, recording live here at the UUIN Collective. I am your host with the most, DJ Czar, a.k.a. Big Turk, a.k.a. George Czar, a.k.a. Young Pad Thai. And uh, today we are very lucky and happy to be joined by a special guest today. She has amassed over 394,000 followers on TikTok with over 8 million likes. She's recorded music with the likes of Tory Lanez, Pressa, and Mavado. The astrology mommy herself, Melody in the building. Yo, what's good? Yo. That was like the biggest intro I've ever heard. I hyped AKA, you up. AKA, AKA, AKA. I love that. Pat yo, Thai. I have bare nicknames. <laughs> I love Pat Ty, so I had to add that to the yo, name. Uh, but yo, thank you for coming through. Thanks for having uh, me. You know, I have a lot of respect for what you do. Uh, and honestly, like, I actually did take in the music. The music was proper. You know, I'm a little biased because, like, you're half Arab. I'm half Arab, so I'm like... Are you actually? Yeah, I'm half Syrian, half Turkish. And Are you I serious? Know, yeah. Damn. And you're... So you're Peruvian on your father's side and Lebanese on your mom's side? Yeah. Well, okay. that was actually really good. Yeah. Damn, you stopped me, bro. I did my bro. research, yo. I did my research. You know too much. <laughs> I did bare research. Uh, yo, so would you say... Um, those cultural influences kind of play a role in your music because you're kind of like like Shakira's half Arab, half Latina too, no? Yeah, I think you kind of give like, me Shakira vibes. I think she's Lebanese and Colombian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. she's lit. Do you draw any influences, whether it's like stylistically or the type of music from either of those cultures? Yes, for sure, for sure, definitely. Like the last song that we did, it's like it had it. It had like the elements of like a very like Incan flute, which is like native Peruvian like mm-hmm. culture, mm-hmm. and so we tried to make it kind of that vibe and we tried to make like the single cover and everything like ink and like letters and everything just to like bring out the elements of like peru Mm -hmm. but also i'm trying to put more elements of like arabic in my music because i don't want to like touch on that too because i feel Mm -hmm. like i haven't done that yet and i'm Mm -hmm. trying to experiment you know yeah yeah i feel that i feel like with with mixed kids like you eventually like lean towards one side more like you're more knowledgeable like for me Mm -hmm. i'm more turkish than i would say syrian in terms of like I know more of the language. I know more of, like, the songs mm. and the culture. And uh, I feel like that's, like, a common thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yo, I want to kind of start at the beginning because, you know, there's so many people who want to be artists. You know what I'm saying? People, like, look at you and be like, yo, that's, like, my dream career. Do people like, actually say that? Probably. Like, <laughs> not, not to me personally, but maybe in their heads, you know? <laughs> like, you're gassing me, fam. I feel like, yeah. Yo, a little bit too sure. much. Yo, but real Thank talk, you, like, what, what was the formula? How did you get to the point where you're at now where you know you've amassed like a decent following you're able to create in like a seeming like free manner like you can kind of create whatever like how did you start making music honestly i started making music and i always tell the story and every time i tell it i'm like wow i was such a dumbass back in the day because this was actually not like safe at all but like i started doing music when i moved out of my house and like i was always really shy as a kid Mm -hmm. so when i moved out i was like you know what screw it like no one's holding me back i like there's no one that i'm like kind of afraid to sing in front of like Mm -hmm. living like alone now and then i literally looked up on kijiji like people who are looking for female vocalists i was like 18 years old on kijiji like straight up like fresh 18 like looking up on kijiji like anybody need a female vocalist i literally the first person to message me back i went to their house and I like recorded Wait, for the first time. I was 18. Oh and I goodness. recorded for the first time and like it was lit from that moment on. Like we just started making music. But now that I think about it, I could have easily just gone to a serial killer's house and then just mm-hmm. like gotten murdered. So ladies, you heard if you want to start doing music, <laughs> just go to a stranger's house, put an ad on Kijiji and just go yes. from there. <laughs> Be fearless. That's my point. And then was that, did that end up being like like an actual like song that you recorded like was it or was it sketchy like it was like (laughs) kind of sketchy but also at the same time like I learned so much throughout that like summer of like just making music so I wasn't Mm -hmm. doing anything that summer I 
genuinely was just in the studio every single day with this mm-hmm. person, just like creating and making music. And it was a good place for me to kind of get to know myself. Mm-hmm. Then from there, I just kept evolving and evolving. But mm-hmm. oh, yeah, it was a really good experience. So, and you said by the time you had reached 18, you were already comfortable singing. So was there, were you like singing your whole life, like as a kid, like throughout? Like I was actually shy. So you just started at 18 or like yes. kind of like around there. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. And you like, who were your early influences like musically? My dad, because my dad okay. was a singer, but he was like, he's a phenomenal singer. Okay. And so I always felt this, like he was a very critical, person so I always mm-hmm. felt like very nervous to sing in front of him because mm-hmm. he would always like correct me or like whatever but he was trying to make me better but you know I just mm-hmm. like wouldn't sing mm-hmm. and then when I moved out I was like okay like I'm just gonna do this like mm-hmm. no one can tell me what to do anymore I'm just gonna go try this and I tried it and I was like oh shit like I love this like this is my this is my shit so you just kind of wanted to do it it wasn't like a planned thing where you're like okay I'm gonna no. do this I'm gonna release five songs a month and then like it just you just like I'm gonna make it was, music it was super impulsive <laughs> And then you just but never stopped? No. Oh, okay. You're impulsive? I'm impulsive. And it was so impulsive for me to do that. And then mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, no, I love this. And then I just kept doing it. And I'm still doing it. And I'm like, also, like, how did I get here? Yeah. Well, you know? how, did, how do you make it? <laughs> so was it always like a full-time thing? Like, how, how long would you say you've been doing it full-time? For four years. Four years. How old am I? I'm 23. You're 23? to 23. Five years. I've been doing it for five years. Jordan year, 23. It's a big year. I already know. That's what it is. Facts. How do you celebrate going into 23? That's a good question. Oh, I didn't even celebrate, to be honest, because I was shooting a music video, but I was shooting like five music videos, which is coming out this Grind year. Grind don't like, stop. Bro, on you her birthday, that. bro. What? You guys don't want it bad enough. <laughs> like through the, my whole entire birthday week, we were like filming and like... <laughs> We were finally, we finally finished. And by that time I was like, I don't even want to celebrate. And then like a week later I did like a little thing where, mm-hmm. you know, oh, okay, my okay. people threw me a surprise party, which was really cute, but Aww, that's yeah. dope. Yeah. But that's what I was doing on my birthday, which was a good like way. Cause it was like, this is what I want mm-hmm. for my year to look like is to be busy in music, like mm-hmm. on this degree, like of like making music videos and like making good music and like having fun and like working. Mm-hmm. Cause I like work. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and being creative and all that. So it felt like a really good way to start 23. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask, cause I think especially for art, especially you're able to do it full time. And it, I'm sure it does feel like work and there's like a stress and a load, but you also love what you do. So like, talk to us about the process of this studio. Like what's your favorite part of the recording process? Are you there? Like, helping with the beat too or do you just kind of show up do you write on the spot Mm -hmm. damn i feel like it's different with different people that's also something that i've noticed Mm. when i work with different people there's like different vibes and dynamic and like Mm -hmm. ways that people work Mm -hmm. but um usually what like the people that i work with um we like get in the studio together they usually have like a beat ready or we'll like create a beat together or they'll send me a beat and i'll be like hey let's work on this and like build on from this Mm -hmm. but usually we just like my favorite part is just writing. My favorite part is writing with people who just like love to be hype as fuck in mm. like the room and just mm. are like hyping each other and like ideas are just flowing because mm. like the creativity is just flowing. So that's like my favorite part about it. The recording part, maybe not so much because like I'm a Virgo, I'm a perfectionist. perfectionist yeah. and, like every time I'm like, no, this one, no, this one, like I have mm. to do it again, we have to do it again. And sometimes I can get a little bit annoying. Mm. I'm definitely not like a recording artist. I feel like I'm more of like a live performing artist. Like I oh, enjoy lives okay. or like, enjoy the writing process but the recording process is, is very like it's a lot of strenuous. fun but it's like 
I'm just so crazy. let me redo that. Can I hear that back? <laughs> Yo, no, 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 delete that, delete that. No, I'll do better. Like, and yes, you're like out exactly. of breath by like the 20th Literally, take. Literally, I'm like, we have to do this again. I have to, and they're like, no, there's 30 takes. There's definitely something in here. Just like come mm-hmm. in and then like we'll comp it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That's you give me the vibe that like you also write lyrics without music. Like, do you just write poetry too? Or is it always like you need a beat kind of thing? I think I've gotten more comfortable over time writing on a beat, but I used mm-hmm. to write a lot of poetry. Not so much anymore, mm-hmm. but I do write poetry. But I do enjoy like writing on a beat. And I'm the type of person also to come up with the melody first before I come up with like the, the lyrics words? and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, 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 but a lot of people don't work that way. A lot of people mm-hmm. like like to write and like, you know, but I'm like, no, we have to like lay down some melodies and mm-hmm. then we'll find like a hit melody and then we'll like work on that. Mm-hmm. As I've gotten older, I think I've realized like that approach, it's a lot more free. Whereas like when you writing words, you're like stuck with these words. You got to fit it into the beat. Whereas when you're kind of just flowing, you, you can find words around the melody. It's a lot easier. And then you kind of sound like you're like, saying gibberish in the melody because in melodies you know sometimes you freestyle something and sometimes that can lead you into something because like when you're just vibing with the beat mm-hmm. you kind of can start telling a story even through a melody without mm-hmm. the lyrics first because sometimes yeah. the lyrics can be really daunting mm-hmm. but when you have the melody then lyrics can just like flow in yeah it's like the melody writes know? the words for you in a way yeah, yeah. exactly okay okay so you're 18 doing features with strangers in their basement kajiji fire how did you get to from <laughs> From there, how did you, because, I, I mean, the first song I seen, I think, released on your Spotify, I'm sure you released other songs before, but it was with Pressa. Mm-hmm. So, like, how did you go from that to eventually cr- collaborating with Pressa and then Tory Lanez and Movado? Like, did you, somewhere along the way, like, did you find management or, like, representation? Or how did that work? Yeah, I remember being in my room and, like, looking up, like, how artists are taken seriously in the industry. Mm. Cause I knew that like, as an artist, like going to people and being like, Hey, I have music. Like they weren't going to take me seriously. Yeah. Like everyone has music. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I need to find like a manager. And then I found someone um, who was the right fit at the time. And like, we started, you know, working together. This person had a lot of connections. So this person actually is the person who got me in touch with like Pressa and Tory Lanez and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it worked out. And then as my team grew and built, that's how we got like Movado and everything. And, And then, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was there, were those like recording sessions like together? Were they remote? Was it like, yo, you send me your verse, I'll send you mine? Were you like in the studio with that? With Pressa, it was like, I had, I had the music already done. I actually had like all the verses done. It was a finished song, but then I took out the second verse and then I opened it for Pressa. Oh, And then Pressa like came on and he did it, but I wasn't, I wasn't with him. We shot the music video together, but he was, I think he was in BC at the time when he recorded it. Mm Mm-hmm. And then uh, with Tory Lanez, he came through. He had a show at Rebel. Okay. And like, I don't remember what year it was. I think it was like 2018 or whatever. He had a show at Rebel. And I was chasing this man down. You're chasing Tory Lanez down? Chasing this man down. Because he had like, he had a show. Mm -hmm. And then he was actually before the show, he was going to come and lay down the verse in the studio. Oh, okay. But shit kind of got crazy. And then he had he, the show. And then after he had an after party. So then after the after party, at this point it was like 4 a.m. After the after party. Yeah. Okay. At 4 a.m. he came to the studio mm-hmm. and he laid down his verse. And then the next day we shot a little bit of the music video. What was it like seeing his process? Because I feel like he's such a professional artist in the sense where it's like, he's on, he's on. Like, yeah. it doesn't take him too many takes kind of thing. Like, what was it like seeing him in the studio like that 
It was cool. It was a little bit daunting, to be honest. Like, like at that point, Yeah, at that point, I was, like, just starting out, and I was, like, 19 years old, like, seeing all of these people and seeing someone that I used to listen to, mm-hmm. like, in high school and everything, and, like, mm-hmm. seeing them in front of me, I'm like, oh, oh shit, like, here we are, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but he came in, and he was just like, um, this is what I want on my vocals, this is what, like... This is whatever. He came in very professional and like he Mm -hmm. came in, he ran it. He freestyled. He didn't even write. He literally got in the booth, freestyled three or four times. And then he was like, I want that and that and then put it in. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was like really like Mm -hmm. in and out. But it was it was incredible to watch that process. And I was Mm -hmm. like, damn, like I want to be like that one day. I want to be able to do that. Have you ever tried that? Do you ever just like freestyle on beats and then write around that? Or do you still, I feel like as a verb, you probably like to sit with it and like, you know, like perfect it a little bit. Or do you ever do the freestyling thing like in the booth? Yes. Okay. That's where like melodies come from. And Mm -hmm. then like lyrics can like flow Mm -hmm. with that. But I do that. It's not always good. Mm. Every time I hear you say <laughs> melodies, like, do you ever just like be like, "Yo, that's my name"? Yeah, right? that's my name. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm good at making melodies because that's my name. <laughs> lyrics, eh, sometimes you know, you know, eh, we struggle sometimes, but lyrics do flow better when there is a melody, mm-hmm. and that's probably because that's my name. Okay, okay. Facts, you right, you right. Got me uh, deep thinking and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so okay, you're doing the music, and then simultaneously, are you doing TikTok? Like, how did the... Because the TikTok thing is, like, its own thing, and that kind of blew up even differently. Like, yeah. was that something you expected? Where Was your TikTok initially, like, to promote your music, or were you always on the astrology? Like, how did the TikTok emerge? The TikTok was kind of a joke. Like, I... Mm. COVID started. Actually, no. I was in Florida for the very first time, and I just uh, got new managers, and my new management, we were set up, and we were like, hey, we're going to Florida, because mm-hmm. my manager had one of his artists, mm-hmm. um, who's a producer there, okay. and he worked with, like, Brick and Lace, and mm-hmm. he worked with um, I Am The Chemist, which is my one of my producers, okay. and he was like, I want you to meet them. They're, like, really great, and so we got in the studio, had a really good time, and then his niece came mm-hmm. and was teaching me, like, Renegade, like, the TikTok that, you know, Renegade. You do, uh, do you know that TikTok? Dope. It was like the old, like the old, the very OG like dance. Like, okay, challenge. hopefully I can play a clip of it because I it don't was, know what you're it talking was lit, about. And it was really hard to learn. <laughs> I was like, yo, what the heck is this? Like, what is TikTok? I don't understand. And, she, and then she taught me the dance and I'm like, yo, this is so fun. Like, this mm-hmm. is whack. And then um, throughout that like entire trip, then I started making TikToks. And then when I got home, I was just like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to like talk some shit. And then mm-hmm. I was just like talking about um, different signs and like how they how they are when they're angry. I think I got into yeah. a fight with a friend and I was just like, yo, I'm just going to come on here and just like be like petty a little bit and just mm-hmm. like roast my roast the Zodiac signs just now. And then that's what I did. And the people were dying for like, they were laughing at it and they loved it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were fighting me in the comments, but you know, I was getting traction yeah, and then yeah, yeah. that video went viral. And then I was like, oh shit, like I actually need to learn about astrology now because mm-hmm. like people are going to fact check me and like people, yeah. are, people like this. So I'm like clearly going to keep doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then as that kind of like helped me grow, then I was like, okay, hey, now I'm going to start like putting out more music and more dance and like more things that like all represent me mm-hmm. yeah do you ever feel like because i feel like the tiktok success is that's a lot and then the music success is a lot do you feel like there, some people like you for only the astrology stuff some people want more music like or do you feel like you're able to blend the two sometimes sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes people are just like just the astrology and some people are like just the music but some people are like both which mm-hmm. is really cool and i'm trying to mold the two those are the diehards but the thing nowadays is like people aren't really so crazy about music it's really more like people buying into you mm-hmm. you know what i mean like people mm-hmm. can love your music and everything but like what makes you different and what makes you stand out and a lot mm-hmm. of the time like 
Me personally, if like Kendrick Lamar was on a stage, I would not have to listen to any of his songs. He could like paint on a wall and I would yeah, just yeah, be yeah. engaged. I'd be like, yo, it's Kendrick Lamar painting on a wall. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I want people to be with me. But that takes mm-hmm. a lot of trust mm-hmm. and like, you know, time. That's a good point though, because when people are really just rocking with the person, then you release merch, they'll want it. You release music, you, you're exactly. in a movie. Like they're just going to support the person versus, yes. oh, I only like when you rap. I only like when you sing. Then it's like a conditional exactly. like. Because your music man. is like a byproduct, but you're the actual product. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? You're selling yourself. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So that's kind of how you have to look at it. And then do you feel like showing more of your personality on TikTok also like brought the fans closer to you gave them like a better insight into who you were because i feel like with musicians sometimes you want to keep that aura of mystery mm-hmm. like you don't want to say too much you want to be too out there you want to have this like aura of like being exclusive or like you mm-hmm. know hard to reach but then with tiktok it's like you have to be transparent that's like the key to success to that true yeah i feel like times are changing it's that weird like middle between like being mysterious and also like being super relatable yeah and like people like both there is a balance to it though because yeah you do kind of have to be a little bit mysterious but also Mm -hmm. being relatable and like down to earth for people to feel like they can relate to you because nobody wants to be like oh like like how we used to like idolize people Mm -hmm. yes it's really cool but like that that's like the world is kind of changing now and we're kind of just want to feel connected to people instead of like being like oh my god like they are god you know what i mean yeah 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 Yeah. okay also i'm just not that person like don't look at me like that i'm your friend you know Mm -hmm. you know Okay, so yo, now like, are you like well into astrology? Like you're like knowledgeable about it or is it kind of like... Yeah. Okay. I would feel so. So I actually have my oh, no. birth chart here and I yo, just want My birth chart. Your birth chart? Yeah, I brought my birth chart. I'm screaming. Okay, so this is my sun, moon, mercury stuff. <laughs> this is like my rising and stuff. Oh, shit. And yo, I want you to explain houses for me, but like what can you tell me about me based on that? Because yo, I'm big on astrology, you know what I'm saying? Like... I can't lie, I believe in it, you know. I was a little skeptical at first, but when you really get into it and you go past the sun sign stuff, like, bro, shit is accurate. I don't know what to say. Damn. We already know, bro, so I'm about to get a reading, you know what I'm saying? I'm screaming. Mel. You're a stellium in Libra. Yo, explain that. I don't even know what stellium is, to be honest. A stellium means, like, when you have, like, like three placements in, in the same sign. Oh, yeah, yeah, Bare Libra energy here, still. So. A Libra energy that you're given. And your moon's in Pisces, so you're, like, very sentimental and, like, very sensitive. Mm-hmm. Sensitive baby boy. That's what a moon sign is. Very emotional. He's like, no, cut the cameras. Cut the cameras. <laughs> we'll edit that out. <laughs> Venus in Libra actually means you're a great lover because Libras are the rulers of Venus, mm-hmm. which is like sex and romance. So good for you. Um, Jupiter in Sag, which also means you're a very lucky person because uh, like Saturn is the... Like, Sag sorry, is ruled by Jupiter, right? Jupiter is ruled okay, by okay, Sagittarius. Okay. Yeah. So that's really cool. Mars is like passion and like... Mars is like passion and like aggression and that's in Scorpio and Scorpios Mm -hmm. tend to be like people who like sting, Mm -hmm. but they're very passionate people. So when you feel away about something, you're very passionate about it. You know what I mean? Like you're ready to argue very passionately, Mm -hmm. but like Scorpios don't argue in a way where they raise their voice. It's more like they're looking deep into your soul. Yeah. Yeah. And like, just like cussing you off without even low blows and shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what it is. Yo, Kate, I have a question. So with the houses, like what do the houses mean? So it's like, Oh, my son is in my sixth house. Like, what does that mean? Like, I never understood that stuff. I need the wheel wheel because like, I kind of don't know all of them by heart, but I know that like your son is in your sixth house. I don't really know. Okay, okay, honest. soft, I'm soft. Like, no, I should have gave too, you the wheel. I need the wheel, but if I had the wheel, then I could tell you. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's proper. So I can give me a wheel. I'll read it just now. But anyway. Okay, okay. <laughs> so 
<laughs> I might have to get you the wheel. <laughs> yeah, give me the wheel. But okay, so based on based on the the chart, like you have a pretty good chart. Pretty good chart. Yeah, yeah, you have a good chart. Like it's pretty. It's like no red flags. Eh? I would say the red flags are always going to be Pisces. I'm just, <laughs> but <laughs> but like no, you know what? Libras are oh shit, my hair stuck to my eyelash. That was wild. Um, Libras are like very like always seeing two sides yeah and pisces are are the two fish swimming in different directions mm-hmm. so i feel like you're always bare confusion channeling all the perspectives and yeah, like yeah. confused mm-hmm. maybe lack a little bit of clarity i feel like i say this a lot <laughs> libras and pisces are just like living in their own worlds like you're definitely would... in a different dimension yeah you're not here you're a hallucination (laughs) (laughs) like you're vibing but like that's what libras and pisces are also some of the most creative signs also Mm -hmm. scorpio so you have a very like creative driven art driven so it's no surprise that you do a little creativity little chaos you know what i'm saying a little imagination little fantasy you know what i'm saying we love that here um and you're virgo so what's your moon cancer cancer moon and then you're rising cancer oh so you're you're bare water Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that helps with music. Yeah, definitely. But I'm super emotionally like driven. How does okay? How does being Cancer <laughs> Moon exhausting. and Cancer Rising? How does that play out in like personal relations? Like, do do you feel like partners like feel like the weight of dealing with like water signs? Like, I'm just like an extreme nurturer, like a nurturer. That's nice. Yeah, but then you attract narcissists. Oh, like like you want to save them kind of thing like you want to like fix the savior complex yeah Yeah, i have a savior complex so people love people love that and then take advantage of it so that's kind of sucks but do you still do it sounds like you kind of i still do it it. a thousand percent (laughs) can't help it it's my it's my essence i can't help it but it's just sometimes it attracts the wrong energy Okay. So is that something like you consciously want to change, or you're like, eh, like I'll just keep going through it. I like it. No, I'm trying to consciously change. I feel Mm -hmm. like the thing with astrology that people get so messed up is that like people will be like, oh, it's because I'm a Libra, or like, Mm -hmm. oh, it's because I'm a Virgo, like that type of stuff. But like, no, like just because your sign is like one thing doesn't mean like you should stay there. Like Mm -hmm. you constantly need to like try and evolve it. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like in I don't know if you'll understand this, but in my houses, in my tenth house, which rules like. Um, security and like um, like consistency and like mm-hmm. being able to uh, like stability and stuff stability but also being someone who's like determined and like um, what do you call it when someone's disciplined okay like you're disciplined mm-hmm. it was kind of like discipline in a career and whatever even though I'm a really hard worker because Virgos are really hard workers in my 10th house it's Taurus it's placed mm. in Taurus and Taurus is known to be a very lazy more chill sign yeah so I have to work extra hard to be more overcome disciplined that. and overcompensate because I do have a tendency to be a little bit laid back sometimes mm. so these are things that it's like okay I have to be mindful of this because I do this a lot you know what I'm saying okay okay yo we're gonna be right back we're gonna take a quick break more with Mel on the Burrow Sound stay tuned All right, welcome back to the Burrow Sound. Here with Mel, back again. You know what I'm saying? We actually got the wheel. So I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to get my houses analyzed, you know what I'm saying, by Facts. Mel. So what's good on that? Mel, take the wheel. Okay, <laughs> so it says, okay, so your Libra is in your sixth house. So what's the sixth house? 
six house rules health, fitness, analytical nature, pets, work habits, organization, sense of usefulness, usefulness, and service given. I work out a little bit. A little bit. A lot? A lot? A little bit. Yeah, like quite a bit. Quite a bit? Yeah. Okay, that's good. Well, Libras are all about balance. Mm-hmm. So, in that sense, do you find that you're a little balanced? Person? Now, yeah. Now, I think, because, yo, I used to be like a bigger dude. I lost like 50 pounds, like when quarantine first started. So now, I feel like uh, exercise is like a stabilizing force. It gives me balance because I do, I find I do more things in excess. Like, I feel like. I go on benders and stuff. Like I'll like okay. have like a phase of just like hedonism and just like getting mm-hmm. turn whatever, whatever. And mm-hmm. then like escapism pretty much. Mm-hmm. And I operate more between extremes where it's like, I won't do anything or like I'll be lit. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. either one or the other. Like I find it hard to actually balance, to be honest. I find that all Libras do. Yeah. I find that Libras crave balance, but it's like they they don't have it mm-hmm. yeah. as much as they want it. Yeah, 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 you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But they do represent the the balance. I do think we seem a lot more balanced than we actually are. Like I feel most Libras I know have some kind of like addictive tendency or like you know what mm. I'm saying? Some kind of like uh like inclination towards like not abusing stuff, but you know what I'm saying? Overdoing stuff. Like, well, that's like the whole thing, right? Like Libras, they're all about balance. So a lot of the time, because you guys are about balance, mm-hmm. you guys are going to face a lot of extremes because mm-hmm. you're meant to balance them. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and then you're at your optimal when you're balanced. Hmm. But it, it takes Which is time. Like it's like once it's a hard. month or something. Like. It's hard for everybody. But yeah, mm-hmm. definitely like you'll, if it's balanced, you'll just feel a lot better, but it's Do normal also for it to be. Are there signs that uh, you get along with more, like always, like consistently? As a Virgo? Yeah, or like even because you're like also like you said, cancer rising, cancer moon, like, mm-hmm. or like just, yeah, in general, like are there certain signs that like. I just get along with Yeah, like you're instantly. drawn to towards more, they're drawn towards you more like always? Pisces and cancers. Okay. Is it like All a water time. sign thing you think? No, I think because Pisces are like the opposite of Virgos. Mm. So That's every, the opposite sign, one? every sign has an opposite. So oh, Libra's okay. opposite Aries. is Aries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I'm really drawn to Pisces and I just, I feel like I click with them a lot because I feel like in a lot of ways they're like me, just on a different spectrum of like emotional, mm-hmm. whereas I'm more like grounded and rational mm-hmm. in ways. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a different perspective, but it is very similar. Mm-hmm. So yeah. What I like about Virgos is that y'all, um, I feel like y'all really, if you have a craft or like a particular passion, you study it like day in, day out, I, like almost obsessively. Yellow. I find that uh, it's once like Virgos find like their purpose, they're like obsessed about it and like they want to be perfectionist about it, you know? Mm-hmm, very OCD. Kinda, yeah. It's kind of whack. But it, but I also think it produces like great results because you kind of need that like tension, that kind of like striving for perfection to yield like that's something true. that's like above average, you know? That's true. I feel like that's very like reflected, especially in like artists of like the Virgos because like look at Beyonce and Michael Jackson, like mm-hmm. they're two Virgos, but also there are some of the feel like some of the hardest they were some of the hardest working yeah. um, artists because Beyonce even when she started like there was a lot of things that happened to her and the come up of her but like mm-hmm. where she is now it's because she worked so hard and mm-hmm. Michael Jackson too mm-hmm. so yeah I feel like Virgos are like really hard workers 
You know, Michael Jackson's also Pisces moon, you know what I'm saying? Jeez, yeah. that's crazy. I didn't know that. Me, him, Kim Kardashian. Really? Yeah, big Damn, three. look at you. Yeah. Jeez. yeah, yeah. Just, Just us amongst three. the greats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez, you go. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> no, but I do, do you feel like uh, balancing? Because, okay, like for me, like as an artist, like if I amass like where you ha- are at right now, I would feel like, okay, I'm like somewhat re- successful, like compared to where I'm at now. Do you feel like uh, with that, you're going to, you know, we're, you're going to work harder, but do you feel like there's like a, a mental health cost to, I, I don't want to say fame or popularity, but you know, like once you like kind of work your way up the ranks, like, do you feel like there is now like a new stress in your life that you may not have had pre-success? A little bit. Do you get recognized and stuff, for example? Or yeah, like, yeah, I have actually recently a couple of times. How do you deal with it? Are you, you seem like you'd be cool about it. No, I'm still in the phase where it's like it happened only a couple of times. So oh, I think okay, it's okay. really fucking cool. And I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> like, they just notice me with that. Yeah, it's like every time. Because you like, put yes. so much work into things. And yeah. then like when people are like, oh my God, I know that girl. Like, you know, or like, mm-hmm. oh my God, like, did you see her? And like, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I find that so cool to me because it's like, what? Like, you know, I used to be so invisible. Mm-hmm. And, like now people are like, oh, I noticed her. And like, you know, mm-hmm. probably the purple hair. But, um, yeah, I feel like, I feel like that's very something. I'm rocking with the hair still is is purple. Like, do you switch it per season or it's been purple? No, it's going to stay purple. Forever. It's going to stay purple for a while. Yeah, I think so. What would you, if you had to change the color, like if purple wasn't there, like what color would you choose as secondary? I would go back to brown. Back to brown, natural? Yeah, like dark brown hair. My natural hair, yeah. Okay. But the purple is going to stay for a while. I feel like she's serving her purpose. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I feel like back to your last question, or you were saying something like what's hard. Yeah. Like, is there like, yeah, like a stress that comes with it? I would say like, I'm like, because I'm a perfectionist and also cause I have a lot of cancer placements. I'm also very hard on myself mm. and, um, not so much people being mean to me. Cause like that, I mean, like you can't control, Yeah. but like, I have been very like hard on myself about things. Like I'll post something and then I'll be like, I'll be talking horribly to myself, like negative self-talk. And then I'll convince myself to take it down. Mm. That happens a lot. But like, that's just like a self thing. But I Mm. think nothing really stresses me out more than I probably do. But Mm. I feel like the universe has always protected me. Mm. Like people always say like, oh, you're the starving artist. But like, I feel like I'm okay. Mm. And that whole idea of like making it and being successful, like once I'm there, it's over. And then, Mm. and then what, you know what I mean? So I feel like a lot of people are always so focused on like getting there and getting there and getting there and getting to the the peak of them but then like once you're there like what happens after and like yeah. i feel like the whole journey to that is like something you have to be so present for and so mm-hmm. like grateful for because it's like you're in it so just enjoy it yeah because it'll happen when it happens and then when it happens like you're on to the next thing so mm-hmm. just like have gratitude and be present mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's seems, what i've had to learn yeah it seems like you have like a good grasp of the nature of happiness because you already know like oh i could reach like my goals i could hit this pinnacle but then what? You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't even acknowledge that they feel like that is it. Once, oh, once I hit a million dollars or once I do this or once I have a song with this person, I'm on, I'm on. But like a lot of people achieve those goals and then they still feel empty or they still have like the exactly. same unresolved issues that they had when they were struggling. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Actually, during like the times when I made like music with like, was making music with like Press on Tory Lanez and Mavado, mm-hmm. it was one of the lowest points of my life. Like I was really depressed and I was going through a lot of things. And like now... I'm like kind of rebuilding and mm. like recreating a foundation and like find fig- like I found out who I am and like I'm working towards that but mm. I also am probably in the best mental state that I've ever been. Mm. Even though I'm not doing those things mm. like anymore. Did, did, Which is like 
it's, it's interesting because in those moments it's like it seems like you have it all together oh, yeah. and all figured out but that wasn't really the case and i think it's a, the same for a lot of artists too mm -hmm. did you have to like take a step back to kind of like figure out who you were and like heal or whatever yeah, like hella, process so you had hella. to kind of step back from the artistry and like self-reflect kind of yeah i stepped back for like six months i like stopped everything you didn't post nothing mm -mm. like on tiktok or ig no were your friends like were your fans like yo like what's going on like like everything dropped off for me like i literally like fell off the face of the earth hmm. yeah and i had to clear everything out and then re slowly start to reintroduce things again and then hmm. like get my feet going and like rebuild a foundation now i'm at a part where my foundation is built so now i'm just building on top of it but like i didn't have that before Hmm. And like it took me, it took everything to fall away for me to like rebuild properly. So once you you created some kind of distance between you and like I guess the connect like the social media connection, like what were you doing? Were you journaling a lot? Were you like exercising? Were you hanging out with friends? Like what was the process of okay, yo, I'm gonna like off this IG and TikTok stuff now. Like I have to focus on this, this, that. Like what were the actions you took? In that moment of like being yeah, like like taking when, a break. Yeah, when you were taking a break. When I took a break, I was literally just like depressed and like oh. in my shit. But mm -hmm. then it took me, it took like a minute of being in that to mm -hmm. be like, snap out of it, bro. Mm -hmm. Like snap out of it. Like you have it going for you. Like you have the people now, like get it together and like step into your power again. And mm -hmm. that's exactly what I did. And then ever since then, like you have moments of like self-doubt and all yeah. those things. Yeah. but. I had to go through that to really like appreciate now. Cause I don't think I necessarily appreciated mm -hmm. what was happening before, or mm -hmm. I didn't understand it or I didn't feel like it didn't feel aligned mm -hmm. or true. And now it's like, I'm rebuilding that. So mm -hmm. it feels good. I feel like that, like, I don't even know you <laughs> like that, shit. but that process sounds like it matured you. Cause you're only 23, but like, it seems like, you know, like you've, you've seen a lot of things or like you've experienced a lot already. And you've been able to like reflect on that. Cause you seem like, like you're at peace with like, you know, like that process and everything. Yeah, it took time. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we're good. Okay, okay, okay. I like that. Yeah. Kyo, yeah. I have like a quick little rapid fire section, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fuego rapido, you know what I'm saying? Rapid, rapid fire. I don't even know if that made sense, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, okay. What is your favorite Lebanese food? Tabule. Tabule? Yeah. Okay, tabule can go on. Iced or hot coffee? Iced coffee. Signs you don't get along with. Shit. Um, <laughs> that's so hard. Aquarius. Aquarius? But I do like them, though. They just don't like you? I just don't feel like we connect. Like, like every we're time? we're both just so detached. Like, Virgos and Aquariuses are so detached from me. Like, from, like, feet. Like, just. Yeah, yeah, You know? Yeah, yeah, it just doesn't, like, ever mesh? Not really. Okay, okay. Sometimes, Favor but there's Alicia Keys and, and Swiss Beats. And that's an Aquarius so Virgo? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Who's the Aquarius? Alicia. And Virgo is... Swiss. Okay. Yeah. God damn it! You know? Uh, <laughs> no, nah, that was like Swiss B. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, okay. If you had to trade places with someone for a day, it'd be... My dog. Your dog? I just want to see what's popping in his brain. Sometimes I look at him yeah. like, what the frick is going on in there? Yeah. I you feel, that's, I feel, I feel like that's such a shitty too. answer, to be honest. I did say person, but like a dog is technically like a being. I feel like I should have said something so much cooler, like a shaman in the forest or like, you know. You could you could change your answer. I might. All right. A shaman in the forest. A shaman in the forest? <laughs> a shaman, that would be sick. Imagine. Or like a monk, that'd be cool. A monk? Yeah. Just to see like, like what? How at peace they are. Like I don't know. Vibe. I feel like you'll just be like, damn, like I'm hungry right now. I got to go into Maybe the city true. to ask the locals for food. 
monks? They don't eat? Not like what they do is like they meditate all day and then they'll go to like the city and ask locals or like citizens for food. And if they don't get food, they're just like, all right, I guess I'm fasting today. Are you serious? Yeah. But they like, they offer like spiritual but wisdom. But it's just for a stuff. day, right? Nah, but also lifestyle. I would do that? No, but if it was just a day, like if I could be someone for a day. Yeah. It would be like 24 yeah, like hours, like it. Freaky Friday. Like I'd like to see it for just a light. Like, I could go a day. I could okay. Go a day okay. Day. That'd be sick. Uh, <laughs> current favorite song that you're listening to. <laughs> current favorite song like there's a one song to. like one song oh my god oh my god um hours and hours by money long okay 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 yeah 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 um let me see here uh, are you more coffee or tea coffee coffee yeah. do you drink coffee every day like i'm trying to quit but like i'm struggling <laughs> I quit coffee once. It actually, you actually have withdrawals. Like you have a headache yeah. for like two weeks straight. You feel like a crack addict. Yeah. And yeah you're yeah. like, what the hell is happening? Why do I have a headache? I'm so cheesed. Like mm-hmm. just, it's not good. Do you, I, I feel like <laughs> Virgos are mad. I know you say your, your Taurus is in that house where you're not like too disciplined, but I feel like Virgos are pretty like, they're either super messy or like very orderly. Or even when they're messy, there's like. <laughs> I was somewhere the other day. I'm an organized mess. Yeah. yeah, yeah I exactly. look like I have my shit together. I don't. Mm. I don't have my shit together. You're not a clean um, freak? Like, I am a clean freak, but, like, I let things pile up to be so messy, and then I'll clean it all together. And then I'll oh, be, like, kind of OCD okay. for a couple weeks about it. Like, everything needs to be in a place. Mm-hmm. And then it's, like, a mess again. Oh, it's, like, death and rebirth kind of mm-hmm. thing? Constant. Okay, it's, it's okay. Last <laughs> <laughs> Yo, bro, you actually look like Shakira. Does, do you ever get that? Do people ever tell you that? Wow. Or, like, Britney Spears a little bit, but more like Shakira. Like, young Britney. Britney? Like, young Britney. Are you serious? Yeah, that's wild. You never got that? No, I've never gotten Britney in my life, but I've gotten. Am Alicia I don't want to see that. <laughs> I've gotten Alicia Keys, and I have I have gotten Shakira. I think for the hair. Yeah, Jessica Alba. I, I've gotten oh, that. Oh, I can see a Jessica Alba. Gotten uh, who else? I feel like it's the teeth that makes me think Shakira. I don't know. Really? Yeah, you have like straight teeth. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. They're really <laughs> sensitive though. Oh yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of like what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you guys look so nice, cute, but, but you're sensitive. not. You're not a vibe. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, you know, first of all, we're kind of approaching near the end. So I just want to thank you in advance for even, you know, pulling up thank you and, for you know, me. entertaining my convo or whatever. You're, you're mad cool. <laughs> Thanks for having uh, me, fam. No problem. No problem. And, you know, I'm sure like your fans are wondering, like, are you like going to release anything soon? Do you have any like upcoming like projects? Like where are you at with that? Yes, I have a lot of projects coming up. I have Jeez. an EP visual coming out. The, this year, but I want to do a release party because of COVID. Like, I haven't really been able to plan it yet. Um, but I have an EP visual coming out. It's like a short film. It has, like, all my songs from my EP in the visual. So that's really exciting. And it's a short film like you're acting in it? Yeah, there's, like, a lot of acting oh, in it. Oh, that's proper. Yeah, yeah. It's super cool. And I'm glad because, like, it's a, it's a good story because it tells kind of my story in a mm-hmm, way. And, mm-hmm. like, I was very particular, like, with the people who are in it because they all kind of represent a different piece of me Mm -hmm. and that's kind of portrayed throughout the story Mm -hmm. and everyone who's in my life and an important piece in my life did take part in this so it is very special um to me um that's like one project and then i have a bunch of music coming out a goal of mine is to start releasing music every four to six weeks okay okay and then just not stop and just keep going so and then just keeping with social and everything so a lot I like it. I like it. I feel like you're on like the right trajectory and like, yo. Consistency. I'm planning Mm -hmm. on moving to LA. So. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There's goals. We have goals. LA, what, by this year? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I think it's just time. 
saying next time we do an episode, I'm gonna have to fly out to LA. You know what I'm Say saying? Word. Bring the mics and stuff. Yes. Okay, okay, yes. okay. Well, it's I'll pull up. Time for LA. you too, fam. Let's yes. go. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well. Once again, thank you so much for coming through. You know thank what I'm you. saying? Thank y'all for tuning into the Burl Sound. Shout out to UUN Collective. We're recording here. You know, make sure you subscribe, like the video, check out Mel's stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to put the links and stuff in the bio. And uh, take care. Peace. Thank you. Woo. Fire.